0: Hello and welcome to Nintendo Nostalgia. My name is Chris Warren and I am joined by my co-host Ryan Black and we are back and we are playing with power. Ryan, how are you today? Great, doing awesome. Good, glad to hear that. We're going to try something a little bit different. So this is kind of kind of going to be a, uh, a mini episode and Ryan had a, another great idea of calling it NOSQIC, <laughs> which I really love, so... Uh, we'll see if that follows through. But, um yeah, we just want, thought it would be pretty interesting to kind of, like, mix up our feed a little bit and kind of provide these, like, mini episodes where we talk about things or do things that are just a little bit different from what you might typically expect, and we just think it would be kind of a fun way to add some variety into our feed. So we hope you like it. Um If you do, great, let us know. And if you don't, that's okay, too. Let us know. We're just kind of experimenting and feeling things out. So we hope you like it. So what we're going to do today is, and we like just decided this, <laughs> we're going to go through um, this post that I made the other day. Uh, I made a paste on our, uh, what am I saying? I made a post on our Facebook group um, that was basically this like meme that I found in some other group that's like, give me, give me two games and I have to pick one of those games. And we had someone that was really awesome with that post, and he shared a bunch of different really awesome matches and lineups for us to choose from. Um that person is Matthew C. Roberts. So Matthew, thank you very much for participating. I had such a great time. We all did. Uh Ryan also participated and Josh as well. So thank you very much for that. And uh you inspired an entire episode. So <laughs> um cool. So um Ryan, how many of those did you respond to? Because Matt posted a ton of them. <laughs>
1: I maybe responded to like five if if even that. Um I get kinda overwhelmed because I got behind.
0: <laughs> yeah, seriously. Every time I logged onto Facebook I had a notification. It was reliably Matt. So um, <laughs> which was great because I had something to do in between like work and school and stuff. So it was pretty fun. Um so cool. I guess we'll get started. So um all right I'm going to pick a lineup from from our many choices that and it, and it also it, it wasn't just Matt it was also uh we had Albert and Ryan uh L um another long-time contributor and uh Josh also added some so we have a lot of different selections to choose from so let's get started So Ryan my mm-hmm. first match with you is Wii Sports Resort or Nintendo Land. Which of those two would you prefer to play?
1: Okay, so this one's actually pretty easy for me to pick. Um if you had said Wii Sports and Nintendo Land, I'd have a lot more trouble with this one. But I'm gonna have to go with Nintendo Land. Um Nintendo Land had Metroid in it, and that's that's enough for me right there. Plus just the mini games were just spot on. So being able to play with a bunch of different people in different ways and the ghosts and that Donkey Kong game, I played the heck out of it. I think it got to like stage like 4 or 5. I don't remember how far how long it goes, but I got the board right. to flip like twice and like it was crazy. Like it's a really tough game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I um I I'm with you there. I would have chosen Nintendo Land as well. Um my reason is that I feel like Nintendo Land just has a lot more personality. Um the whole point of Wii Sports Resort is just to kind of make it like accessible to everyone, but when something's accessible to everyone, it doesn't really have the most personality uh-huh. for some reason. So, um yeah, Nintendo Land just, like, really leaned into the weird personality that Nintendo has and went with this really interesting, like, toy aesthetic, which I thought was pretty interesting. And, you know, yeah. kind of like what you're saying, like, the games had a lot of depth. Um You know, each one was kind of different from each other, but, uh yeah, there's a lot more depth and... Uh, Wii Sports Resort is great, but it's it's kind of like a simple tech-domo-y type game.
1: Yeah, I didn't feel like it did a great job with the older stuff on some, some things. Like, I, I would, didn't like bowling as much as I did bowling in Wii Sports. Um, but I did like the, the buffer sword fighting thing. Uh, that was a lot of fun. I played a lot of that part. Um, yeah. So it did have its merits and, and stuff, but I just felt like it didn't quite capture... And the, the accessory that they were showing off didn't feel that big of a leap. Um, and again, yeah. like, I didn't like that added to the bowling experience. Um, I think I could have just taken, you know, the regular bowling again and be happy with it, you know. I'd rather just yeah. play Wii Sports Bowling.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. I really liked, I think the standout game for me, at least, uh, I guess there's two now that I think of it. Um, the sword fighting game, I thought that was really excellent and, uh, like a great showcase for what the, uh, Wii Remote Plus was capable of. Mm-hmm. And, um, Ping Pong. Um, my mom, yeah. after she, she had a stroke, unfortunately, two years mm-hmm. ago, um, she's still with us, which is great. But I, I was like, I was trying to cheer her up cause she was really down at the time. And so when we had family over for like a little party, um, I put on Wii Sports Resort because I thought that would be kind of a game that my nieces could play. And my mom picked it up and she was actually doing like really good with it. She was doing better than me. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I don't know. It's it's really cool to see like how accessible a game um, like that could be for someone, especially with my mom's condition. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, ping pong is like surprisingly like really fun. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. But like we said, Nintendo Land is just a little bit more preferable for us. So, yeah.
1: And uh, that also calls to mind like um, like we play um, oh, and like. True. And like the tanks and and the, the ping pong there and, and everything, so that right. that's definitely like brings that to mind. That was another controller gimmick,
0: <laughs> right? Totally, yeah. And I I just remembered. Um, I think there's like a Segway game, <laughs> like sponsored by Segway too. Um, <laughs> and it, I, I forget. I think you like just go through these like hoops or goals or whatever, and it's fine. It's completely inoffensive, but like. You know, it's not worth paying $50 for a game where you do that. And uh, the controls were not ideal, too. But, um, yeah, both are great games, but Nintendo Land's just a little bit
1: better. Okay, here's one. And I know you've kind of answered this, but I kind of wanted to get your ideas behind it. And that is uh, Nintendogs series or Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee?
0: (laughs) Uh i would have to go with uh let's go um evie Uh, this is a game that a friend got me not too long ago um just because there's just more of a game and that's there's like an adventure there's like an objective well many objectives and stuff whereas the objective of nintendogs is just to keep your dog alive and just like have fun with it and that's great but there's a lot more depth, obviously, to Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu, um, games that are have kind of like less depth in a way than like the originals, um, at least from what I can remember. But, yeah, I mean, Nintendogs is basically like a Tamagotchi, uh, like a little virtual pet that you keep with you, and, you know, it looks great, and it was awesome at the time. Um, that's just not something that really appeals to me. and um, never really did. I thought it was really cute, and I'm glad that it was there and, um, you know, really appealed to the masses and made the Nintendo DS one of the best-selling systems of all time. Um, But for me, I don't know, Pokemon is just a masterpiece, uh, especially that generation. So you have, you know, the amazing music. I thought the graphics are, like, phenomenal in Let's Go. And um a lot of people were complaining. I, I don't know. I think they look great, especially on the big screen TV. Um, and, you know, you have those classic monsters with the the strategy that's involved when you fight with them. And, yeah, right now Ryan's holding up the Pokeball Plus, I think it's called. And, like, what a cool random little bonus uh, for that game where you can bring your Pokemon literally with you. And it makes, like, noises and stuff. Um, I will say the controls are not ideal for that game. Um, I can't use the Pro Controller, which I think is absolutely absurd. Um, but, yeah, that is my answer. What about you, Ryan?
1: Um, I'd actually have to go with Nintendo series. Oh, my God. Okay, I need to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> so I've grown up my entire life at a kennel. My parents own a kennel. Like, dogs are my life. So, like when I actually got to play video games that were dogs, um, I could actually get my like parents into that, so like playing that on the d s like you know my mom was kind of enjoyed that and like doing little like mini games and stuff and um, it was just it was really cool to have that experience. Um, and it was only a couple of times that, that she like played it, but I was like, Look, mom, you can totally play with dogs and she didn't quite get the idea of why she'd want to play a video game when she used to actually just play with actual dogs. Right. But you know, it was, it was kinda cool to have that kind of moment and uh crossover and so I have got a lot of nostalgia for that. Um I don't think they're like super awesome games, um, but I did like the time that I played it, that I really did connect with it um more so than I did any other virtual pet. Um, and so I just felt like a connection with the dog and, and like you know, teaching the dog tricks and taking the dog on walks and, and throwing Frisbees. And it was just very, very enjoyable. And um, I like the different versions, trying to get my favorite dog, you know, in, in the game, like Huskies, especially. I absolutely love Huskies. So if I can get a Husky, I would do that. And uh just, you know, it was, they don't look quite Quite right, because they're they're puppies anyway, but they don't qu- quite look up to the breed, especially in the first game. Um, right. But uh, I think it was just it was really charming, um, and the gifts they brought you like it was like those those random like things like what are you gonna do with this like random toys like random Mario toy like you could get or like you can throw and your dog would play with it, and then um, just like the ideas of like grabbing the bones, grabbing the treats, feeding, feeding the pup, and like, you know, there's always a joke, like the Animal Crossing joke where, like, if you leave your village too long, like, you know, the desert wasteland and everything, you know, is overgrown and, and everything. The villagers have died awful. That's always, like, the joke with dogs is, like, you leave your dog and they're forever, <laughs> like, they're going to be, like, skin and bones and, like, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, I haven't actually. It's one of those things like I play it in the moment, and then I'm just kind of done, and then I don't ever go back to it. Right. Um, but you know, I always am reminded of Nintendo's whenever I'm playing Smash Brothers, and then a Nintendo pops up on the screen and gets in your way. Yeah. <laughs> and with his trophy. So.
0: Yeah, it's a great. It's a really interesting piece of Nintendo history. I, I think they did an excellent job. Um, I never had Nintendo dogs. Uh, I well. I played a little bit of it, like, for my cousin's version or something like that, and, uh, it, I think it, it definitely got the job done. Like, what it set out to do, it more than accomplished it, and it was a huge success, and, um, you know, it, I think it also had the Spot Pass features before that was even in, uh, the 3DS, so, um, it's one of, like, the few games that took advantage of that feature on the DS, which I think is really interesting.
1: Fun fact, uh, the uh, spot pass was also, or actually, street pass was also a feature in World Ends with You. Just saying, oh, <laughs> to sneak in a reference there. <laughs> I did
0: not know that actually. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Mingle. No. Huh. That's cool. Um, yeah, and it's, it's interesting because they kind of took the Pokemon approach with the Nintendogs too. Like, you, like you said, there's th- these, like, different versions and that was really, like, brave of them to do because mm-hmm. it, this was a completely brand new franchise and not, uh, completely unproven too. So, um, but hey, it paid off. It's just interesting that there's only, like, two versions you know the ds and then the 3ds one with uh dogs and cats and that has been it
1: yeah we were probably gonna see one on the switch and oh my goodness that'll be crazy
0: oh gosh you're right we might i don't know um we should start placing bets <laughs> i don't know
1: you gotta I get know us know a good stylist though
0: oh gosh yeah true <laughs> I can see it happen though. But, okay, cool. Um, That's interesting that we totally, uh, oh,
1: Wow. You know, it would be cool if you could customize the room, like the room that the dog's in, like in your house. Like, you could customize, like, posters and stuff and decorate your house and then, like, have the dog jump up on your couch and, like, sit oh, next oh, to the dog. Oh, you could do that before? Them. Um, it was kind of an empty room, really. Um, uh, it wasn't, like, I mean, like, throw toys and stuff in it, but it was kind of a big open, open area for the dog to run around in. But I mean, it would be kind of cool if you could personalize, like, your own home location. Uh, kind of like Mitomo. Or um um I can't think of what the other one was. Uh where you actually like, Animal Crossing a demo. <laughs> and Animal Crossing where you can put your posters on the walls and stuff like that. That idea, just like a simpler like being able to customize your home and just like make it your own and share it with your dog and that would be kinda cool. Yeah,
0: absolutely. That that would make a huge difference in, in that type of game. I mean customizability adds so much to any game really. So mm-hmm. um yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I'm surprised that it wasn't in um In the DS one. Not sure if it's in the 3DS one. I guess that's possible, but I doubt that. Um, Cool. Well, uh, for our next lineup, for you, I have Rhythm Heaven or Elite Beat Agents. Which of those would you prefer?
1: I have a confession. Oh, no. What? I have never played either of them. What? Oh, my God. You're
0: outrageous.
1: And believe Uh, it or not, I actually own one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Which one? Um, one of the Rhythm Heaven ones, I think it's the, one of the Wii ones. I don't know if there's multiples or not, but Rhythm, Rhythm okay. Heaven Fever, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: I have not played that one, but thanks for reminding me, because I should pick that up. I picked uh, it up
1: on one of those, like, buy five sales at GameStop <laughs> or something, so that's right. something I just never played.
0: That's Oh, my God. That's infuriating. It's,
1: it's very, like, rhythmic, rhythmic but, like, Wario-ish. Really yes. And so, like, I've always been interested in it, but never really, like, took the time to play it.
0: Interesting. See, like... I would have guessed that you would have said Rhythm Heaven, because I just feel like that's such a Ryan game to me. Um, For for me, if I were to answer, I would definitely say Rhythm Heaven. I think both are awesome. I have played both. um, But, like, I don't know, Rhythm Heaven, like you said, it does have that, like, Wario personality to it. It's very weird, but it's very fun and very simple and easy to understand. Um, Leapy Agents kind of, like, does its own weird thing. Um, mm-hmm. The Japanese version, I believe, used, like, men who were dressed up as cheerleaders, and so when they localized it, you know, they kind of, Nintendo of America was like, yeah, that's not going <laughs> to fly here. Um, <laughs> so they were changed to, uh, I guess, like, secret agents, and they, like, they help people with very silly um Problems, like life problems, like very simple, weird, (laughs) dumb ones. And they do that through the power of music, but through very bad songs. (laughs) Um, So both are Uh, very Imagine that Nintendo having
1: a a music game with with bad songs. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That never happens. I
0: know, right? So basically, just picture like super anime, uh, like Donkey Konga with a (laughs) touchscreen. But, yeah, if anyone hasn't played either of those games, like, please play Rhythm Heaven. Um, I would say that one's a little bit better, or uh, Elite Beat Engines is also awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, Ryan, what is your pick for me?
1: So, my next pick for you... All right, I like this one. So my next one for you, um, it is uh, "Toys to Life" versus "Toys to Life" and "Skylanders Series" versus "Disney Infinity Series."
0: Okay, yeah, that was really clever when I saw that one. So I don't really know too much about Skylanders. I just know that it was like an unexpectedly huge hit that kind of made Spyro less relevant than he was at the moment. Um, at that moment, I mean. So my okay. pick is. Yes. Yeah, so, I'm going to go with Disney Infinity because um I did have a lot of like coworkers at the time who had kids who were like really impressed with how good like Disney Infinity was. Um from what I understand like with each figure you were able to have these like, you know, not like crazy move sets. The move set was surprisingly robust. Um and it it also seems like they put a lot of like production value into the levels, and there's a lot of variety and um I mean the figures looked pretty good too, I got to say, like I did look at some um that I wanted to get like just as like kind of like amiibo figures to kind of like supplement that collection, but um they also included some really random <laughs> really random Disney franchises into that. Um, but, yeah, I would say Disney Infinity. I just feel like it has a little bit more depth, but I could be wrong about that. But um, what about you, Ryan? Which one would you pick?
1: Um, we have both. In fact, we also had the Lego one as well. Um, oh, yeah,
0: Dimensions, right? Yep,
1: yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, we never really played that one much. I think the one that we got the most play out of was the uh, the Disney Infinity and, and the toy box mode, the sandbox mode or whatever. Um, but we did collect a lot of the Disney Infinity figures. Um, they were hard to get a hold of, some of them. Um, But we tried our best to to get what we could and uh, had a lot of fun with that, Um, especially just getting our favorites that we could could find. Um, And they're so well made. Um, Skylanders were were a bit different. Like they went to more more toys um, and the Infinity were more like Amiibo and that they didn't really, like, do a lot. Like, some of the Skylanders actually, like, detached and attached to others or, like, had movable parts and things like that. Whereas oh, the Disney Infinity were pretty static.
0: Okay, gotcha.
1: Um, definitely very different art styles, but I think they did a pretty good job with both of them. But I think as far as a game goes, Skylanders is more for the adventure, and, yeah, you did get some adventure stuff in Disney Infinity, but it was more, like, bite-sized worlds, almost like a Kingdom Hearts experience okay. where you play in that world just a little bit or like get get just a little bit of story beads um, but the real meat of it was just running around as your unique character with unique abilities um, like just in the sandbox mode creating and and beating up on your friends or the enemies or whatever and just having a, a blast with that yeah. um, it was kind of a very minecraft-esque uh, experience where skylanders is more linear um with story and things that you can run through with different characters.
0: So okay. That's cool. Yeah, I, uh the figures looked like pretty impressive, the Disney ones I mean. And mm-hmm. it was interesting that they like found this art style that kind of suited every single franchise that Disney had. Like it suited Spider Man and Star Wars and Aladdin mm-hmm. and all those things. So I thought that was really interesting that they went with that. Um some of them looked pretty disturbing and odd in that art style, but it, it worked. <laughs> And because like the Skylanders, ooh, I don't know. Like seeing Spyro in whatever form that was was just disturbing. He's this like little snout and ugh, I hate it. I don't even (laughs) want to think about it. But (laughs) anyway, um, cool. That was a good good match. Um, So for you, I'm very curious to see what you'll say for this one. So Mario Kart Double Dash or Mario Kart Eight but the base game only, like the Wii U game, and no DLC, I guess.
1: Okay. um, That one's pretty easy for me just because I didn't like Double Dash. Okay. I just, I'll kind of cover that first. Um, the rubber banding and just the, the computer difficulty, I felt like I wasn't, it made me feel like I was terrible at Mario Kart, which I am, but, like, more <laughs> so. Like, it didn't have any sugar coating whatsoever, like, I just did not get it, and I was still not great at Mario Kart, but I was so excited to play Double Dash. You know, I absolutely adored, you know, Super Mario Kart, and absolutely hated, uh, Mario Kart 64. Um, wow. but I wanted to give Double Dash a chance, and I do have nostalgia and, and a fondness for it. Um, I do love, uh, Double Dash in its own way, but I it didn't really shine greatly for me. Um, I didn't, like, really, really come to my own until probably Mario Kart DS. Um, but then, like, Mario Kart 8, I loved it because of all the things you could do to unlock things. I didn't like 8 Deluxe because all that stuff was already unlocked. I was like, well, what's the point? I already did all this in Wii, you know, Wii U anyway. So, like, you know, I'll get the game and I'll play with people just because it's on Switch. But, like, I really liked the working through all the different cups and getting everything unlocked in the first game. Um, so that's kind of, like, why I like it. I think the replay value there, I loved a lot of that. Um, but I did like the mechanics in Double Dash where you like, sw- swap cards and also the ability to kind of do like land parties and, and play against other uh, GameCubes, which was pretty fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, both are fine. It was a pretty tough lineup for me uh, to kind of pick one, but um, I have a lot of nostalgia for Double Dash, but uh, that was one of the first times where I was really disappointed in a Nintendo release. Um, at that time, the 16 tracks that came with Double Dash was, like, too few. Uh, a lot of games were starting mm-hmm. to add a lot more than that, and I just felt like there was potential for so many more tracks. Um, mm-hmm. And I did also notice that they used, they reused a lot of these same assets in different worlds, so you saw those, like, same smiley clouds in a lot of different levels, and um, I don't know, I was just starting to notice rushed level design in a way. But... I have become very fond of Double Dash because the character animations are excellent, um, especially for the time that that game came out, and the the mechanic where you have two writers on a card is just really cool, and unfortunately hasn't really been brought back, and I think is mm-hmm. such an awesome, interesting, really cool idea. Like, when it was announced, I thought that was so clever. But yeah, like you, I would go with Mario Kart 8. Um, I think that they really started to understand what made Mario Kart so great with the DS version. And um, the 3DS one was pretty good. Um, But with 8, it was just like, okay, they they totally get it. it. This is just like no nonsense, straight up pure Mario Kart fun. And even without the DLC and all the other things that would come with Deluxe, Mario Kart 8 is, like, phenomenal and was literally the reason why I bought a Wii U. When it was announced, I bought my Wii U as the game was being announced, (laughs) literally. Um, So, yeah, Um, my answer would be Mario Kart 8.
1: Cool. All right, my next one for you. Um, We've got an episode uh, in the works that we're planning on doing, uh, but I want to go ahead and bring this one off the cuff. Uh, see what you would think. Uh, let me know, would you pick Rock Band or Guitar Hero? Oh, no. <laughs> I
0: was hoping you would not pick this one. Uh, <laughs> I would say, and I think I might have said this in my answer, too, so I'm going to have to ask for more clarity, but here's what I'll say for now. Uh, actually, no, let me ask you now. So would this be by myself or with others?
1: It could be either. I mean, uh, so the whole so experience. Here's my
0: Here's my thing. Like, if I was alone, I would probably prefer Guitar Hero. If I was with friends, I would probably prefer Rock Band. I'm going to go with Rock Band. Um, The reason why I would go with Guitar Hero is because I just feel like it has a lot of... Interesting personality like the characters have these pretty cool designs and these like funny names and um, the song selections is really really good But um, for me rock band while it doesn't have as much personality. It has so much variety Especially with the instruments that you can play with And I think that that's like its biggest asset That's when guitar hero was like oh we gotta like really catch up and expand um, and also the song selection in rock band is phenomenal. So, um, that is the game that I played with a whole bunch of friends and I have a, a lot of great memories. So I'm going to go with rock band. What about you?
1: um, I'll save my nostalgia for the episode. Um, I've got some, some things to say about that, but, um, I definitely like, I leaned more into rock band because of the diversity. Um, I had everything that you could get, the drum sets, the cymbals, like, I was a drummer, so I, I really took took to that greatly. Um, and I never really got great at it. Like, I could never do, like, the really hard stuff, but I could do normal stuff just fine. And I uh, really enjoyed it. Singing wasn't the greatest. It didn't yeah. pick up vocals very well. I never felt like that really worked for any of those games, the Just Dance and Let's Sing and stuff like that. Like, I never really got into that stuff. But, like, giving me an instrument to play on was a lot of fun. And uh, I could do the guitar stuff, okay. I wasn't amazing at it, uh, and I liked the songs that they had. I mean, really, Guitar Hero kind of started that craze. I, I felt and, but just like the song base, like being able to download songs on the Wii, the eShop or whatever. I guess it was their own dedicated channel, but in in the game. But yeah, being able to download, like just especially like the punk rock stuff, the pop punk. Like I was all over that. So yeah, I, I spent a lot of money in there. So yeah, cool. I, think I definitely prefer for the rock band.
0: Cool. I'm a, I'm very okay with that. <laughs> All right. So, for your last round, or for my last, like, pick for you, I'm going to ask you, Ryan, would you rather play Sonic the Hedgehog 2 or Super Mario Brothers 2?
1: Hmm, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, I really like both, kind of equally in a lot of ways. Um, hmm. I've beaten both. Um, I have... I played them growing up. Uh, Sonic Two was never my game. I didn't own it, but I played it a lot. Uh, I, I, of course, I got it later in collections and things like that. Um, but Mario Two was also like you know, my first experience playing it. Uh, the only time that I played it really through was with the uh, the Mario All Stars. So, man, that's a tough one for me. And it's like pitting like Mario versus Sonic. So that does make it also a little little harder right. to go with. Um,
0: and very different types of games too, in a way. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I think that the options to play with different characters. Um, yeah, you had Tails. Um, I think they did a little better with Tails in Sonic 3. So if you would have picked Sonic 3 or Mario 2, then I probably would have picked you know, Sonic 3. But I think in this case, you're going to have to give it to Super Mario Brothers 2 um, Okay. for that. So.
0: Cool. I wasn't sure where you were going to go with this, because I was like, oh, he's definitely going to choose Sonic 2. And then I'm like, I don't know. He likes his quirky games, so he might go with Mario Bros. 2. So, Okay. I'm I'm glad that I asked you that. That's interesting. Um, I am gonna say for that one, Sonic Two. Uh, my brother got a Sega Genesis instead of a Super Nintendo, and um, while I wish he got a Super Nintendo instead, uh, <laughs> I am very glad that I had a chance to like kind of grow up with Sonic J- Sonic the Hedgehog Two, um, especially as far as Sonic games go. And even like Sega games in general, I think Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is like Sega's best game ever. Um, the level design for, especially for a, so- uh, a Sonic game is like really, really, really impressive. There's lots of different, uh, ways to get to the end of the level. And I mean, for me personally, the music in that game, every single stage in that game has an amazing song. And it's just, it's timeless and like at the top of the list of, you know, games that have the best soundtracks. So, um, yeah, I just love Sonic the Hedgehog too. It's very, very well made game. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So, so what is your last lineup for me?
1: Okay. So <laughs> I, um, I liked your question here, but I didn't get an answer on what you would pick. So I'm going to ask you now. Um, so <laughs> oh, this is so silly. Let me oh, get no. the titles right here. <laughs> I think I know what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah. So, would you pick Imagine Party Babies or Imagine Crazy Monkeys?
0: Ooh. <laughs> um, I say that as though I uh don't know what the answer is, but I definitely do. <laughs> um, no, uh, I actually did look into both of these games, um, because I, I just thought they were so absurd, I just needed to know what's in them. Um, apparently, <laughs> and actually I was going to get this game and surprise you guys, uh, when I see you in person. Um, <laughs> so apparently, Imagine Party Babies is a pretty good party game. <laughs> it's just it's exactly what you would expect it's just these babies doing some pretty dumb things that they shouldn't be doing uh it's like mario party but with babies and diapers <laughs> and then crazy monkeys i think is like a sim where like you uh i don't know you're you have like a monkey pet but it's like very poorly done and the monkeys look horrible uh it's like it's like Uh, launch generation N64, or whatever I'm saying, launch period N64. Uh, But yeah, uh, my answer, unfortunately, is Imagine Party Babies. There appears to be some game in Imagine Party Babies. What about you?
1: (laughs) Fair enough. Um, I am not a fan of monkeys whatsoever, so I'm definitely going to have to go with the Party Babies.
0: (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. You went with the right one.
1: (laughs) As much as I like Donkey Kong Country that's, like, the, as far as my monkey love goes. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> now we know.
1: <laughs> Rillaboom can go jump off a cliff.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, no, he can't. He's the best. Inferno, nope,
1: nope, can't do it. Such an ugly monkey. <laughs>
0: uh, I'm fine with that, yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> come on. He, Rillaboom, his name is Rillaboom. Okay. Rillaboom was the kind the of drum. a cool
1: idea, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not a big monkey idea. fan, so. All
0: right. Okay. I'll let us live. Yeah,
1: babies are awesome. I mean, so I've heard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll never know. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um I'm not sure how quick this not quick is going to be, but um I had a, a really great time with you. Um and thank you again to Matthew for all of his great suggestions and everyone else who uh who commented in my Facebook posts. So, uh hopefully I can find some more where we can do something similar, but um I guess that wraps up today's episode. So, um I'll give you guys our due diligence so if you guys wanted to you know leave us a voicemail about anything that you're playing or any thoughts that might that you might have on something that we've talked about you can leave us a voicemail at 317-969-5690 you can also leave us an email at i n at gmail.com and ryan tell us about where they can find us on social media
1: uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Pandora Podcasts, YouTube. You can find us on Facebook at Nintendo Nos, on our Twitter at Nintendo underscore Nos. I'm also on our Instagram at Nintendo Nosin. Um, I Netflix. wanted to give a shout out also uh, before uh, we uh, we close out the podcast. Um, we are actually a part of the Nintendo Village. We have been for quite a while, and shame on us for not announcing the other podcasts in our podcast network. Um, but I just want to give a shout-out to Nindy Nation and the NV Podcast. Uh, they're pretty awesome. Go check them out. They've got some awesome shows, and I hope
0: you show them some love like you show us. You can find all of our contact information in the episode's description. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode, and we hope to hear from you guys all soon. Later, Preston. Bye, everyone. Oh, no.